How do you find the will to fight back against a world that wants to keep you sedated, average, and stuck in place? Join us for the tools and strategies you need to create a life of abundance, discipline, and high achievement. This business, this is the Tactical Empire with Jeff Smith. Welcome to the next episode of the Tactical Empire. Today, I have a, an extremely special guest, uh, Chris Whitehead, who is my personal mentor and friend. And uh, we're going to go ahead and discuss all that he has going on, which is he, he's building a consulting brand of, of Iconic, as you can see behind him. Well, I guess you can't see. You're on a podcast. Uh, but uh, he's personally... Uh, trying to make today's ceiling tomorrow's floor. And that is the philosophy behind the iconic philosophy and Chris mentors business owners, uh, basically on every aspect of life. Wouldn't you say, Chris? Yeah. And, and where are you trying to take iconic? So the idea behind um, everything has changed as I found success. And it's really weird. And I think about, you know, somebody that might be in your podcast world that's listening right now and they have this perception of people that are financially successful. And, and we've definitely hit a threshold where you could call it that. And the idea is, oh, my gosh, I want my life to be this. And what if I just made money? And what if this? Um, the truth is, is that it gets harder. It doesn't ever get easier. We just get better. And in the process of things getting better. Um, or, you know, me getting better, my focus has not become on the money anymore because I understand the game of how to make plenty of money. Um, I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave an impact. I want to help other people not take 24 years to get <laughs> to where it took me to get there, you know, because I realized that I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know who to reach out to. I didn't know what kinds of groups to be aligned with. I didn't have really tight focus on where it was I was going. It was just this kind of thing out in the ethos. And thank God I had enough resilience to keep moving in that general direction. But we have ability now to, you know, have people go through certain questions and certain tests that start to help them really visualize and secure, like, yes, that is exactly where I want to go. And what's amazing is when any of us are in agreement with our own subconscious mind that we like, I want to do this, the opportunity starts showing up to help you get there. And so I like to take um, years and years of complex uh, obstacles that I've gone over and set, say 90% of that is completely unnecessary. Let's just go through these basic things and then start putting modalities in place that have worked since, you know, marketing began. And lo and behold, your USP, you know, your unique selling proposition will pop out. And guess what? Because you're being the most authentic version of who you are out of 8 billion people, there's going to be a few that want to follow you and jam with you and pay you so that you can help them. And that's what we help our clients do. And it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot more fun seeing them win in a shorter amount of time than it took me. I promise, I promise you that. Yeah. It, and it, there's no, there's no lack of information out there. I mean, anybody can solve any problem based on like just a YouTube video or whatever, right? Yep. So a lot of times the the role of like yourself or mentors, like what I do as well is 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 just simply deciphering down, distilling it down into actually what they should be working on. 
because yeah. we're inundated with information constantly. And I think that causes a lot of us anxiety and stress and, and shiny object syndrome because something looks easy and we're like, but, but ultimately what you talked about that you're doing at Iconic is, is what, what I like to say is the number one question that anyone can ask themselves or answer for themselves is like, what do you want? Yes. And it sounds so simple, but like, it's a fucking bear of a question. It, it, if people take it seriously, which by the time they really start working with me, I will force you to take that question seriously. There's a whole lot of, let me get back to you on that. And so I have some programs that we take people through that are through visualization, through writing, through all sorts of things that help them ask themselves that question. Cause I don't have that answer for you. And damn it, I, I made a lot of money helping people with what, oh, you want a funnel? Yeah, that's what everybody's selling now. So I'm going to become a great salesman and sell you a funnel. And then I give them a funnel and they go, what the hell do I do with this? And I say, anything you want, bye. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't helping them. I was giving them something that the marketplace said they should have. And to me, that wasn't integrity. Um, I, I wanted to be able to help people identify where they're getting to. For one reason, man, um, you and I both know it. There's a million answers and it all has a price tag associated with it. And so, yeah, we have shiny object because we all are looking for the most simplistic and straightforward path to the result. And so we'll go down a pathway for a little bit. We'll pay a thousand, two thousand, eight thousand dollars for it. And then we'll realize this is more complicated than this thing over here. And so we jump ship. What I found is if you literally will identify the target that you're trying to get to, more of the opportunities show up that will help you get there than the shiny object syndromes. It's because it's, it's literally because your reticular activating system, your subconscious mind is showing you like, Hey, here's a pathway. Here's a pathway. And that, that helps me to ask better questions and give better direction instead of shooting in the dark with people, because I don't want to spend them poor. You know, I want to see them get the result. And uh, so that's what led me it really a large portion of what we do is mindset development, because it's the, it's the foundational block that everything is built upon. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that comes with, and I'm sure you guys do exercises to like unlock their way of thinking and unlearn a lot of learned thought patterns, right? You, you yeah. have to, is as, as Ryan says, uh, rewire your brain, right? I spend, well, you read, you read what I write all the time. 99% of it is like, here's a different way to look at an apple, but I'm not talking about apples, everybody, you know, the, and like, I've been a coach for a long time, spoken on stages. Like you can see this. They can't, I get paid tens of thousands of dollars to take duct tape and take people through exercises that make their brains go kapow. Like, yeah, you thought you thought you were looking at it through a lens. Let me show you somebody else's lens. And when we start to see it that way, you know, I always believed that you never know a point in the universe unless you have two other points, you know, pointing at it. You just can't do it. And most of us uh, were not given that extra information so that we can see things more clearly. I mean, you and I were talking before the podcast about leveling up things that we're going through right now. And so until you have those experiences, you can't go ah, 
that's the missing link. And that's all I want to be able to help people with is just a little bit of that missing link. And, you know, you and I've been in business for a long time, so we can go, yeah, I've been down that road. I wouldn't do that one. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying I wouldn't do that one again. And here's why. And then they say, what about this? Yeah, not that one either. Hey, try this one. And this, and this should be a measured result that you get after 30, 60, 90 days. And if you're not, we can reassess. And I find people get success way more quickly. Um, going that route than like blindly just walking around trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. A lot of people don't understand the investment in, in mentorship or, or even consulting um, because they just look at it as an outlay of cash. They don't see it as an investment with an ROI. Dude, the whole reason you and I are even doing this is because we both decided to invest a healthy chunk of change. And one of our mentors, Ryan Stuman. I wish somebody would have slapped me if I'd have said no. It's been that good. Um, and it, and I didn't come into it, and this is a key for anyone out here. I didn't come into it paying my money and saying, all right, feed me. I came into it going, I'll pay the money. Let me understand what you're trying to do. And now let me add as much value as I can. And you help correct me along the pathway. And I found an amazing amount of success inside of his organization. Um, and now it's just spilling out outside as well uh, because, you know, what you give comes back. It's reciprocity. And yeah. I see a lot of people come in and they finally make that little investment and they sit there and go, all right, make me rich. It's like, man, ain't nobody going to make you rich. Trust me. If they could do that, they would do it for themselves. They probably are on you by you asking stupid questions like that. So instead, why not invest your money into things where you can come and be a viable part of the community and organization so that you can add value and benefit, not only to that, but to then take that message and move further out. And that's what you and I are both doing. And I'm, that's why I love talking to you, man. I mean, yeah, you're my client, but you're also a really good friend. I, I trust you. And it's like, what can we do to build more relationships in the world with people that I know and I think you feel the same way, dude, when you tell me something, I don't have to go research it. Jeff said it. I'm going to go give it a shot because I know who he is as a person. And when I've told you some things, I see you just jump on it. Not all of them have been perfect, but because you were able to pivot in the moment, you're like, yeah, I'm cutting bait and I'm moving here and I'm doing this. And you just keep moving forward. That's what, that's how winning is done. The target is here. We're not there yet. You haven't quit. Keep going. Oh, but I, I stubbed my toe, man. We'll draw a circle around that thing and take care of it later. Go. It's time to move. And that's what I see the winners in our organizations doing. They just keep moving towards their goals, no matter what comes against them. That's a mindset. It, it absolutely is. It, and it's managing your mindset because like what one person would look at me and say, oh, that was a huge mistake. Like it, I look at it and say, well, we tried that shit and it, we lesson learned. Like now we know like it wasn't for us right now and it could just be a timing thing or whatever. But I, I, I have conversations with people all the time about that. But I mean, I guess it's, it's perspective from their, pers from their situation too. I mean, if it's the last $5,000 you have to spend, you need to be very wise about it. But like through wisdom and experience and what you're talking I mean, we have decades of experience that like, we may not be worried about a, an investment and being able to return on it because we know how we're going to behave. One of the things that I do see frequently, and I, I think that this is a topic that needs to be put out a little bit is, is some, some people, especially younger 
people. And I don't mean age wise. I mean, like how long you've been in business. Um, they do join these groups and they think that it's, it's going to be something given to them rather than like you show up and you put into the group and then you become a leader in that group or you become an influencer in that particular room. And that's where the value is derived in, in a mastermind, especially. Um, So it's not like, Hey, they're going to come solve all your problems when you join a mastermind. It's, Hey, you're going to step in there and exhibit your authority. And then the value is going to be magnetic to you. And the universe is going to return upon you. And, and it may not be instant and it, you may not know how it's done, but it's oftentimes through relationships or networks or like the, the series of people that you are introduced to through that opportunity. And it also comes down to, you know, instead of something being given to you, I think what you're speaking to is something gets revealed in you, right? That's why we're there. And sometimes the benefit doesn't even come from that particular group that you're in. It's that you take what you're learning there by action and you go apply it somewhere else in your life to a group that might not have any experience with that or to a group of people that have no experience with that. And the next thing you know, they start receiving some of that benefit too. Um, I believe with beyond a shadow of a doubt now at 47 years old, that it is not what I know. It is who I know. But in order to get into the rooms of the kind of people that are worth knowing, it often costs money because those people are self-selecting for a reason. Hey, man, if you've got a guy in business for 20 years, he's a multimillionaire, he's learned the hard way, he probably doesn't want to answer, how do you form an LLC? It probably isn't getting his juices flowing, right? So that's for a different group. And, and, and so you scale based upon where you are. But the truth is, everything that you've learned of the what you know is who you become. And that's the magnetic piece. That's what's unique in the world. And most people are trying so hard to be somebody that they're not, that they wonder why they don't get the same result as XYZ guy that sold them the program is because you're not the same dude, man. You got to be you in that process. And that's what I love doing is I really, I've really like after helping thousands of people with this, when you see somebody emerge as to how God created them to be, and they take full ownership over that, it is the most powerful thing I've seen on earth. And and you can disagree with everything I believe in, and I still will champion you because it's who you are. Like I can't, nobody can argue that. And I promise you, nobody's exactly like you. And what would happen if people started having their own opinion instead of ones that have been given to them by other people? And and for me, my opinions have been formed by actions I've taken on thoughts that I've had, not just thoughts that I have. That's really polite. But what happens when, yeah, I did that eight times. It didn't work one, didn't work once for me. It doesn't mean that that doesn't work. It means it doesn't work for me. Here's what does work for me. And here's the progression of doing it. And when you take a mastermind of people that have done that, you'll find consistencies among, amongst that that become foundational. And then for the rest of your life, you just build on top of a foundation. It's pretty simple. It's not easy because we get our emotions involved and we say, oh, my circumstance is different. No, your circumstance isn't any damn different than anybody else. You know, but once we understand that foundation, we can build a three-story building or a 10-story building. It doesn't really matter. We just have to right. secure that bad boy, you know? Yeah, but it goes back to establishing like, what you want, and then ultimately who you are, and then behaving in integrity with that. 
and the more consistent you can become in that. So it's just a, it's a stair-step process. Once you establish what you want, then you start behaving like that person. Then you up your percentage of behaviors and decisions you make that are in integrity with that, who you're becoming. Like it just drives you in that direction. And, and that that's one of the most powerful things about being in a mastermind is that it, certain masterminds, I should say, everyone's so different. Everyone's completely different. They've, they've got some similar backgrounds, some not similar backgrounds, doesn't really matter. Ultimately, everyone, I think, shares that quest for improvement and like seeking their purpose on a regular basis and then, and then making a larger impact. So when you get in rooms like that, you can look around and look for those commonalities and how are these people behaving? Like, how do they behave different than what I do on a regular basis? And, and you start seeing trends. You start seeing the, the things that maybe are chinks in your armor that you're either making excuses to about or you're blind to. You know, my belief of what my ceiling is today or my floor today was once my ceiling, right? And what I mean by that for everybody, I mean, not that it doesn't make sense, but, you know, I had limiting mindset about a lot of things based upon experiences. You talk about this idea of, you know, knowing what you want. Most of us undervalue what we can accomplish. We don't believe we're worth it. When you start hanging out with people that are much more successful than you, one of the first things that I learned when I started doing it is they actually not only believe they can do it, they're going to do the work to actually get it, which is like, that's the common sense part of it that most people fail on. Like, if you don't believe you won't continue to do the work until you get the result, because there's going to be so many things that like come in your way. But when I hang around people that are multi, multi-millionaires and own jet companies and doing business and they're 10 years younger than me, it certainly makes you go, what? What's going on? And you listen to how they speak and you listen to what they speak of and you listen to the confidence and the assuredness that they have in themselves. And what that has done for me is said, because I have this belief, like you put your pants on the same way I do. You're no better of a human than me and vice versa. But if you can believe in that, maybe I'm willing to give myself permission to believe in that too. And that's where the excitement starts because you've created a new ceiling for yourself. And I think most people, this is what I looked at. I looked at all these people in their 60s and 70s in my life when I was younger, and they weren't very happy. They, they complained a lot about stuff and, and people and family and da, 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 da. And I said, man, I just don't want to be that guy when I'm old. And, and if I have to work my ass off until I get there, it's like, where's the trade-off? So what if I just am willing to believe? And then I realize, okay, I'm willing to call the home run, but I'm not willing to swing like I'm going to get a home run. And then I started saying, what do I need to do to have enough confidence to swing like that? And guess what? It's often hanging around people that don't make you feel very comfortable the first time you meet them because they do believe in a much different way than you. That's probably one of the biggest benefits I've gotten besides the tactics to do it is just that belief. Yeah. And that's, that's, I, what, I was, that's just what I was going to ask you. Like, you've been in business a long time. Have your goals like increased? And if so, what do you think the main reason that you've like, besides the feedback you get from the results, like, 
did you see that there was a ceiling at one point and you were bumping your head against and you're like, dude, this is completely self-imposed has nothing to do with my circumstance. I just have a thermostat that only allows me to win to this level. I wonder what it's going to take. What, what changed for you? What did you do? Well, I had a couple flat years income wise and I thought I was working harder and I thought I was it, like, I would, I felt like I was like stuck in a wet paper sack and I'm like, nothing I did at the end of the year, the, the bottom line always looked the same. And I was like something it, it's, it's me. Cause I'm big on responsibility. I know that every problem that's ever happened in my life is a direct result of me. And, uh, and so I, I mean, that's where I really, I mean, I had dabbled in personal development before, but I knew that I also got really, I went through a period of time after the military when I was really comfortable making six figures in a corporate job and like, but miserable. And the thought of like bridging that gap and going a hundred percent out on my own and doing all that when like life was so easy and I, I had started businesses while I was working in the corporate world as well. So I had businesses going. Um, but for me, yes, I was, I couldn't conceptualize like where you could possibly take it. And now my, my mind is so open that like I, I had a comp, for instance, I had a conversation with the 33 year old guy yesterday that was like telling me that, he wanted to make a million dollars a year by the time he was 40. And I was like, fuck man, that's seven years from now. You could do that in like the next 24 months. Yeah. Like why, why are you waiting until you're 40 to do that? And, and we got into a deep conversation about conventional beliefs and what's impressed upon us by society and our parents and things like that. And, and those things are, I, I think it goes in phases. Like you can't believe it at first. Then you say, that you believe it, but, but deep down your subconscious, your, your actual confidence level, like you're talking about your, your behaviors do not align with what you're saying at that point in time. And then you still fuck around for a while and you're like, it's not happening. What's happening. And you're like, well, I'm, I'm self-sabotaging. I'm still doing the same shit I was doing like in these five things that are not taking me to where I wanted to go. And, and then you, you start fixing those behaviors and it all comes into alignment and what you're saying aligns with like how you're behaving and then things start moving and you, you start to believe. Yep. Yep. It's, it's, it's simple. That's what I keep saying. It's simple, simple, simple. It's not easy because if you've never done it, I might have one thought when I have a goal, somebody that hasn't had, that level of success that sees that goal that I, that I put out there as being really big, they'll have 37 thoughts. I only have one. I don't, I don't get confused on one thought. I, I have, if then go to this conversation is not this, this action is not, and it all leads back to one learning how to find that one is, is how we move forward. But my experience with a lot of people is they say, I want, I want, I want. And then you go, cool, let's go down this corridor. And you literally manifest the opportunity in front of them based upon what they're telling you. And they go, but I can't do this, but I can't, but I can't, but I can't, I can't, I can't. And I'm just and it's like, that's why you're limited. You. Yeah. And so that's self-talk. What if you could? And so 
when this is the ultimate excuse taker aware of life, go hang out with motherfuckers that are doing it. And, it, and you just sit there and blink at them and you get to ask yourself a big boy or big girl question. If they can do it, why can't I? And that's the beginning of proper mindset development if you lean into the pain. And the cool part is, if you can lean into that kind of pain, you can lean into any pain that's ever given you along the path to your goal to get there. Because at the end of the day, you've said it, it's all my fault. If I win, that's my fault. If I lose, that's my fault. Ultimate responsibility. And you and I both know we're definitely in a society that likes to shed responsibility as quickly and as efficiently as I've ever seen it done. <laughs> and it's like, no, what if a group of us decided, no, nah, I've got my brother's back. And, and by having his back, I've reinforced to myself, I've got my own back too. And when we start living in that kind of purpose, it seems magical. It's not at all, but your actions start aligning with your words and your belief is brought into fruition and you start getting the results. And I tell you what, it's a damn lot more fun to not struggle for eight years, uh, maybe for one or two to get there instead of eight, because you have to do it either way. And it's an endurance race, no matter what you're going through. So if you're going to go through hell, just do keep moving, please. Yeah. No reason to stop and, 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 and cry about, you know, your leg getting blown off. We'll, we'll take care of that later. Let's go. Let's go. We got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And it, it it's just about establishing what's really important to you so that you can behave in integrity during the trials and tribulations. Cause there's not a problem that can't be solved. There's, there's not a lack of opportunities either. And so that's why you have to get crystal clear on, on what it is you want. But I mean, going back to that conversation with the 33 year old guy is like, you know, as well as I do that once you make a million dollars in a year, you're not very far from making a million dollars a month. So conceptualizing like where it's going very quickly is, is hard to wrap your head around as you start the the personal development journey. Cause really there's, there's no, nothing holding you back from anything. If you want to fly a dick into space, you can do it. We've seen it. So big and bold, baby. Yeah. And, yep. and here's a weird thing. When I was doing $500,000 a year, I really didn't do a whole lot different to do a million. It's just things got just a little bit better here and a little bit better there and a little bit better here and a little bit better there. Who I'm having to become to do that a month, it's still little things, but they're, they're more internal way more internal. They're not functional now. They're the way that I think, the way that I process information and the way that I'm very easily able to go, wait, I got a desk full of stuff. What are the three things right now that are the most important to get me here? Because I'll never have enough time in the day to accomplish all of that. And so now my entire life starts organizing by stacking these things on top of one another to make correct decisions. And here's the weird thing. You put enough of those correct decisions together, the output is a correct result. And, uh, and so, but the, but it was amazing to me. I thought this big, amazing thing would happen when I made a million dollars a year. I just moved into the following year and started over. Like it was not that big of a deal. And I started going, why did I take 15 years to get here? Cause that's how long it took me. Yeah. And, um, and it was like, 
I'm looking at these people. I mean, even our son, he's 19 years old right now. One of them, he's talking about drop shipping. He's talking about stocks. He's talking about all this stuff. And the way these kids are moving is they're moving past the traditional ways of getting to wealth. And they're able to translate and to navigate this crazy digital world in ways that you and I are probably still kind of like, I don't even want to mess with that shit. But I see that there's a part of me that goes, I want to hold him to structure, go get a job. And then there's a part of me where I'm like, I got to let him be free because who knows what he can actually produce. He might be able to outproduce me in a lot faster zone. And we just have to be aware of that. And being aware of that is, I think when you're confident enough in what you're trying to accomplish, you're not trying to smush other people um, to be the top of that rooster pile. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Yeah. I, I fully expect my kids to be doing where I'm, what I'm doing now when they're 30, hundred percent. Well, that's part of our job is to pave that way for them. I hope, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I see a lot sure. of parents embolize their children. Like they turn them into little slaves. Like it doesn't matter if they're 30, 40, 50 years old, the parent still just has the fist and the finger on the kid. And it's like, man, you're doing that ass backwards. You're supposed to enable them to be better. Why are you using them? And I think that in turn turns them to use people to use people. And that's why the world's all fucked up. Instead, why don't we take extreme accountability and we start actually giving value? So what if people thought about, hey, I love doing what I do so much that I'll do it for free. That's a good place to start. And eventually specific gravity takes over and people start wanting to pay you for it. Believe it or not, you get that good. Repetition, baby. Yeah. And and there like I said, there's no limit to opportunity. There's also no limit to money. No. And like you can literally make money doing anything. And so it's a incredible world. I don't understand like the, the limiting mindset though. I mean, I understand why it's being like, why so many people have it in that it's being impressed upon us by school systems and news and the media and everything else. Right. So that's the victim mentality that you're talking about. They're, they're encouraged to look for outlets to blame other people as opposed to like, there's never been a better time in history to make a fortune for yourself. Right. And with money comes freedom. Money is just a tool and, and it buys you freedom. It buys you time which is the one resource you can't get back. Right. So, I mean, it's definitely not an evil thing by any means. And so you should go try to, yeah, no, it's definitely not evil. evil. I knew you wouldn't disagree on that, but no, uh, the, the love of money is evil. The, the, the idea of, of hoarding and, and, and creating and trying to take something that actually is a figment of our imagination anyway. That's a whole different conversation. Money doesn't even exist. It's not based upon anything anymore. Um, right. the, 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 you just have your focus on the wrong thing. Actually, I was talking to my son last night about it. We're sitting here in the office and just sitting out back. Um, with the the big bay doors open in uh, little chairs. And he's like, I think my goal is I want to make money. And I said, that's a good first goal, man. I said, here's what you're going to find. And and then he came back to me with a, oh yeah, that's Maslow's hierarchy of needs and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just listening to my kid talk, you know? And I said, but at the end of the day, what's going to happen is you're going to turn around and want to give that back to somebody else. That's what we're really here for, right? 
That's yeah. it's okay. You're 19 right now. So go, go, go make money to make money, but eventually it's going to bore the shit out of you because money in of itself doesn't do anything. It provides opportunities. It's a great tool, yeah. but as a goal for in and of itself, what do you do with it? You can burn it, I guess, create some heat. But who do we become in the process? And that's what I want to see. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to invest the rest of my life, money or no money. I've already committed to it. And thank God I make money at it. But I'm willing to, I'm willing to invest the rest of my life trying to help the world to be a better place. And I think it's like this. We know this negativity is out there. If you're going to take cyanide, you're going to be forced to take it. Do you want to take it straight or do you want to take it with 50-gallon drum of water mixed with it? So my job is to constantly put positive out there into the world and to bring more people to bring positive so that we can neutralize the negativity so that people actually have a chance to win. Because it's it's a damn shame to me that, you know, so few people are successful. And, and I'm, I don't I don't I don't blame successful people. I just know it's the mindset and the actions that people are taking from the mindset that half of them don't even know that they have. That's keeping them where they are. I just want to be one of the wake up people, you know, whether it's a slap across the face, it's a post on Facebook, it's an ad that we do, or it's a training or, or an, an opportunity to come hear us live on stage and talk because that's how my life got changed. So the, the mindset of people are keeping them back. And I want to make it my job to make enough money so that I can invest it into more Facebook posts, more advertising, more opportunities for people to come check out live on stage. Because Jeff, that's how my life changed. I went and sat down. I was working for Radio Shack as a 20-year-old guy. And I saw Brian Tracy for the first time. Yeah. And the dude was larger than fucking life, man. And I, I, I just immediate respect for this human. I'd never seen anybody talk like this. And he said, I want you to do me a favor. And so me and I had 12 other managers with me. I was still in sales, 12 managers. They're all asleep. So it's me and the district manager. We're the only ones paying attention. I swear to God, he was talking directly to me. He goes, pull out a piece of paper. Pull out a piece of paper. He goes, write down 12 goals. I'm going to give you five minutes. Write down 12 goals. Write down 12 goals. He says, take that piece of paper and fold it in half. He goes, if you never look at it again, you're going to accomplish one of those goals in the next six months just because you wrote it down. And I did. I, I won my first golf tournament like a month and a half later. And I have been on this track ever since. Like, what else do I not know? What else have these people not told me? And then I started going, well, if I can learn this and I can produce success consistently with it, what if I got to be the messenger that helped yeah. somebody else out like me? Because I wanted it bad, man. And somebody was there to give it to me. And I was just like, that's my break. I just want to, dude, it gives me goosebumps just talking about it. I want to be that break for other people. That makes me feel like I have a life that's purposeful, you know? I love it. I love it, man. And, and you do it on a regular basis. You do it. You're making a positive impact, helping people out. So changing it. lives, man. It's, it's a good place to be. Hey, uh, let me ask you one final question. Uh, okay. What would be your ultimate goal in the next three years? Anything, lifestyle, business, Robin, the kids, all of it. So, um, so I already have something called our I am statements. I am, I am um, statements. And I have a program called activating my purpose. I used to sell it. Now I'll give it away for free. Um, if somebody comes on board, I'm just like, here, this is what you got to go through because what we're helping them do is identify what do you want? Yep. And my, I am is this, um, I will speak to people all over the world on stages and I will be the guy that I just told you that I will be the light 
And that's what I see the light in the darkness, man. My wife will be beside me and she already is. She just like yours. She comes with, with me everywhere I go. And our children will be the recipients of that. And they will also start shedding that, spreading that message out as well. I just want to be a force for good in lifestyle. Dude, we're connected to so many awesome people. It's like we just have fun with what we do whenever we get together. That is the lifestyle. We have the opportunity to get on private jets and fly. We hang out in places like multi-billion dollar mansions in Cabo. You know, it would be great to go to Japan. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. It's just I want to go where the people are that want to hear the message. And I'm building it and I'm seeing it come into fruition. And I'm like, I get to pinch myself and go, man, I chose to do this. Now, if I chose to do this, I wonder what somebody else might choose. And so it makes me think when I'm sitting my son, like, what is he choosing right now? And what if I can help him elevate it one degree, just one degree and, and then another and then another. And then we get to have friendships along the way. Dude, you and I hang out and talk. We do coaching calls half the time. We're just having fun too, talking when we're talking through the stuff. But it's like, I love this guy. I know who he is. I know where he's going. I just want to be around people like that for the rest of my life. You know, you don't, have to, you don't have to have gotten there yet. You just have to want to real bad. And that's, that's the energy of who I want to be around for the rest of my years, however long they are. I love it. I love it, Chris. I I'm appreciative to run with you, my man. How, um, how can people find you if they're looking for you? All right. So this is kind of cool. We're on July 23rd, probably by August 1st. uh, My book's going to launch. It's called uh, becoming iconic, how to make tomorrow's ceiling or how to make tomorrow. Yeah. How to make tomorrow's ceiling, how to make today's floor, tomorrow's ceiling. Um, it's got a QR code on there. That's going to go to Chris Whitehead and that's with a K K R I S whitehead.com. Um, there's iconic alliance.com, but the best way for people to find me, man, I am in social media because I love meeting and talking to people and writing posts. Find me on Facebook. That's where I am. It's the Chris Whitehead, T H E K R I S Whitehead, uh, on Facebook and just click follow. You don't even have to send me a friend request. I write posts all the time. And, and the goal in those is to motivate people with my experiences and a little bit of a way of looking at it to help elevate them to the next belief system that they have so they can accomplish their goals. I love it. All right, folks, you heard it. Find Chris Whitehead on Facebook and you can follow his long form posts, which are long, but <laughs> definitely insightful. I do memes. Yeah. I do memes. man i'm definitely looking forward to seeing where things go for you and and all of your hopes and dreams come to fruition so i appreciate you coming on today and uh we'll do it again soon all right brother i appreciate you thank you thank you for listening to the show make sure you subscribe leave a review and share with a friend We'll, we'll, we'll see you we'll see you on the next episode next episode of the tactical empire